0: Honey, that's better than most. That is better than most. Better than most. The return to glory. Michael, hello.
1: How are you? What's up, man? Not much. I'm just. I'm having a morning. Um, I'm just doing one final push for the Clovernook Open. Just getting players signed up before the early registration deadline and taking care of all the signage and advertising and marketing since that is kind of my forte that I went to college for and um, I'm just doing a lot of tournament stuff the last couple of days so um, a little bit of a like I don't know, it feels like finals week to me right now you know <laughs> yeah I feel that gotta get all the <laughs> projects in and studying done before the exam
0: how many players do you have
1: right now uh, we're about to get 70. Actually, I think we just hit 70. So we have 20 more spots left. Nice. And, uh, I'd imagine we'll probably have maybe five or ten more sign up in the next two days. Hopefully. I mean, because, like, is the early entry deadline. It's Thursday morning right now.
0: So Yeah. I feel like everyone uh, kind of takes it to the, to the last...
1: Yeah, they they, the they, minute. they decide if they're gonna play, and they're like, "Yeah, I'll play," and then they're like, "I'll wait till the, for a little bit to p- to pay this because maybe like credit card issues, like you don't want to like you don't want to put like five or six thousand dollars of credit card charges in one month if you don't have to. Like, I totally get that. Like, yeah. Balance it out because I mean, some guys maybe will <laughs> be able to pay five grand in their account. You know, I mean, don't want to like take on kind of like debt or whatever credit that you got to do with the credit card companies. But anywho, um, yeah, we'll have, I'd imagine we're going to get 90 players pretty easily. Now it was looking like, I was thinking we were down from last year, but I started making the posts last week and this past weekend and we're like right on pace from where we were last year. If not, we're ahead now. So
0: nice. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, man. Where are you, stand? Are you going to stay out there and play some G, or are you thinking about coming back still?
0: I'm coming back for a few days. Um, Page is a show in Columbus, and then we're just going to hang out in Cincinnati uh, Saturday and Sunday and leave Monday. I'm playing in the SoCal Open that week, so on what Tuesday. When are you leaving H. on Monday? Uh, I'm not sure yet.
1: If you want to play in the pro am at noon, that would be like huge for me if you want to get a late flight out. But I totally understand either way.
0: If once I get the the flight info, I'll let you know. Okay. Chill. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But yeah, I haven't gotten, I've been like back hitting the gym, working out again, kind of getting back to kind of the, the shape and the health that I want to be in now that my body's pretty is fully healed. So today I wasn't really able to do that yet, but I figured it was going to, there was going to be a day like that this week. And that's all right. Like I'm still, I'll still get everything done that I want to get done today.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said in previous podcasts, it's all about mm-hmm. building that routine, it's, but you have, you have a ton going on. So I understand That's a little tougher. Someone told me, uh, I think it was a
1: Huberman podcast I listened to where he was featured on. But as long as you do like, if if you keep your habit like eighty percent consistent, then that that's usually like all you need, you know, like because that's four out of five days a week, or four out of five days. Like, say you go and work out. So in a five-week span, you work out 28 days of the 35, you know? It's yeah, still I mean, pretty I've, impressive.
0: I mean, I've always I've always said working out four times a week is more than enough, as long as you're eating right. I mean, you can have a cheat day and there as well, but four days is more than enough. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, I'd say if we're going to, like, stretch that out to a week, you still should be. If you want to follow that 80% rule, it's somewhere between five and six days a week that you work out or can work out. I mean four out of seven is still still respectable by all means. That's every other day. So
0: Yeah. No, I get that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So hey, I mean, who? We wanna uh talk about some team golf today?
0: Yeah, I honestly forgot that the Zerg was going on this week, but I never really understand that event because you always see the most random people playing. Like you have Bill Haas and Jay Haas. And then I remember a few years ago you had Brooks Kepka and Jay- Chase Kepka. Like, do you not need status to play in that tournament?
1: I think you only need your partner to have status because it probably goes to like the highest ranked dude.
0: So, I mean, it makes sense, but.
1: If Brooks Koepka is the number 14 ranked player in the world. And he wants Chase kept on his team. Like, I mean, I guess I can't say no, you know. That's who he's bringing.
0: Yeah, I get that. I just, I never really understood the rules there on that. But uh, what do you think about this tournament? I feel like it's more of like a, it's like a break after you had um Town and Augusta
1: a little bit. I would say it is kind of like a little bit of a decompressor because Harvard Town is still like an event in and of itself now. I mean, it always has been, but like good players win there. Matt Kuchar's won there a few times. Um, some number one golfers in the world, when they've been there, have won. Like I think DJ's won it. Luke Donald. Um, and who won it this year? This year, Jordan Spieth. Yeah. So. I mean it's Yeah, a it's team. like
0: uh it's like a mini masters.
1: <laughs> yeah, but for the most part like it's a ball strikers golf course though. You gotta like oh yeah, for sure. You gotta hit it straight off the tee and then hit it straight or not hit it straight into the greens, but I mean hit the greens and then go from there. But I've played the course before. It was a long time ago, but it's not easy by any means.
0: Yeah, I've always wanted to get out there. I've never uh you know, it's just like one of those famous courses that you just have to play. Yeah.
1: Actually I'm sorry, I take that back. I haven't played it. I've played it on Tiger Woods, which is why it seems so vivid to me. But um <laughs> my brother played it and I was thinking of Co Copperhead, Ennisbrook. I have played mm. that course. It's kinda similar, you know? Maybe Wait, really? I mean it's a little more hilly. long though. It's a little more hilly and long, but I would say for the most part, it's just like a bigger more expanded version of Harbor town, but with Hills. And then Harbor town, you have like the ocean right there and the marsh land and whatnot. But I, I just see some, I see the same kind of golfer playing well at both spots.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The copyright's really, really short or uh, excuse me, really tight. But uh, I heard our co- my uh, college coach Doug Martin always used to say that Tiger never wanted to play the, at Harvard Town because he can't hit it straight <laughs> and then expose him.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean I've kind of heard something similar to that too. And Tiger is—he was one of the first guys, along with J- John Daly, to kind of take on the philosophy of just get it as close as the whole close to the whole as possible, you know? And now Bryson's taking it to the nth degree and so have a lot of guys. And like there have been like studies that come out through like Strokes Gained, that guy and I've heard that I it's kinda of gone away in your in past years just because I don't know if it's fact or not. I think there's more than one way to play golf other than just getting it as close to the hole as possible. But um, that if you do hit it closer to the greens, even if you do are in the rough, like, you still have a wedge in, and you can hit the middle of the green, make the putt. But uh, once again, it all comes down to ball striking. Like, how good are you with your long irons? Like, what are you better at? Are you better at, like, hitting your driver and your wedges? Or or do you have a more complete bag or are you better with your long irons than your three woods? So, like I, I, like I said a few moments ago, I think there's more than one way to play golf. And, I mean, obviously Tiger has done both. And he can – he has – he really thinks his way and manages his way around the golf course. I mean, we saw that at the Masters. But I would say back when he was younger, like he hit it further than most guys, and so like he had that advantage. So like, why not like blast it? And if you are offline a little bit, that's all right. You know, we've seen plenty of
0: yeah, I mean, highlights
1: of Tiger hacking it out of the rough with a wedge I and mean, sticking it. You know,
0: I, no, I get that. I think, but he was a little bit more skilled than a little bit. He's a lot more skilled than guys that are just kind of bombing gouge now. I mean. I remember when Bryson started, started this whole, like, eat 40 pizzas in 30 days, gain a shit ton of weight, and swing hard kind of phase. I think it was Cam Smith that came out and was like, you're taking, like, the art of golf away from that. Like, you need to play like, – you still have to play golf. You can't just overpower the golf course. Like, that's not going to work. And, I mean, for the most part, I think Cam Smith said that.
1: Makes sense because he's kind of got like that dirty short game and he's got kind of like a sevy game, you know?
0: I don't know. He he has a good swing. He's a good ball striker. He doesn't hit it short, but he he just has, you know, like a complete game. But then Bryson like can't putt (laughs) and he's Mm -hmm. been struggling lately. So, I don't know. I'm kind of with Cam – but there's definitely an advantage to it further. But I mean, we just know in the phys- physics of golf, like the more more speed you put on uh, put on your club, like you have in your club speed, the more spin you put on the ball, which isn't going to make you as accurate. What
1: well, you you say that again? The more speed you cut- put on the ball, the more spin you
0: have. I just cut out.
1: Yeah, I had a call coming in. Sorry. Like I said, it's the most wonderful time oh, you're there for me
0: um yeah I mean, I'll just repeat it but like the more speed you put on the ball or more speed you have in your swing the more spin you put on the ball which makes makes it tough to get to to be more accurate
1: yeah you gotta have that certain amount of spin as well as the trajectory like if it's in the right direction it can be good but you get faster you get like the less margin of error you have right
0: yeah i mean if you if you hit it off the heel no matter what your driver specs are it's going to make the ball spin a little bit more than it. you hit it off the middle and if you're swinging it at 135 to 140 which 140 would be ridiculous <clears throat> but that's just it just won't it just won't go where you want it to go uh,
1: yeah i it, it, We see it. I mean, when guys have that good tempo and that good rhythm, that's usually when they're hitting it straightest and striking at the best, and they're in control of their golf ball and in control of their distance.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think accuracy is the most important part of golf. Uh, It'd be – I don't know if anyone would disagree with that, but, like, I always – I never really understood what people say, like, putt for show – or drive for show, putt for dough. Because if you're putting for double bogey, you're not putting for anything besides missing the cut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you need to you need to be able to keep it in play and hit it straight. And you've seen the statistics on strokes gained out of the fairway rather than the rough. It's just it's a different
1: it's oh, like a twenty I mean,
0: percent difference.
1: You have you have a usually a great lie when you're coming from the fairway. The yeah. office is the roll of the dice, you know? I mean, you can't really control the spin anymore. So it's it, – at that point, like, you you go from s- focusing on the flagstick and, like, where you want to place it as close to the hole as possible to, like, all right, hit the middle of the green or, like, where's the best place to come from next for for my next shot, you know? You might be able to get a club on it or a good club on it where you can, like, be a little bit more aggressive. But for the most part, like, once you're once you're in the rough, like, you got to have that mentality of more so just hitting the green, the green in regulation and having something, at least a birdie putt to make par, you know? Whereas, like, if you're coming from the fairway, you can be more focused on, like, attacking, being a little bit more aggressive, maybe making a birdie having a better chance at a birdie.
0: Yeah, no, I feel that it's, it's just, uh,
1: all strategic and golf course management talk right there. But
0: yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely a time and a place to, to, you know, bomb it, but I'd rather be in the fairway than the rough or in the desert or on the side of a hill, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm 40 yards out. I could be, 180 yards out I'd rather have that Than having 80 yards With a really bad lie To a tuck pin Because then What are you playing? You're basically Planning to get lucky To hit it close Or playing for par At that point
1: Yeah Exactly Yeah
0: But That's coming from A guy who doesn't Bomb it But Hit it You know d- Decently far <laughs> Yeah, sure. guys, like you got guys like like Dorn, or I'm trying to think of other people who bomb it, but Dorn hits it far and straight. He won't. He doesn't like to tell people that, but
1: <laughs>
0: but he hits right. it far and straight.
1: Very far, very straight.
0: Yeah, you hit it pretty far a as well.
1: Ball. Yeah, I do all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to brag but I do all right for myself
0: yeah you got that you got that yoga flexibility (laughs) yep that's what I need dude I'm telling you man I
1: can definitely feel like I have not practiced much just like a few minutes here and there after my workouts like I need to get a good practice in because I can tell like my shoulders are getting a little tight from the flies that I'm doing um and so, like, I could use that kind of release and that stretch, especially. So I think there's there's proof in the pudding there, and also just there is a strength and stability aspect to it that that some people uh, can get and don't get. But
0: yeah, there, I mean, I've there. been a I've been a tight person my whole life, so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to stretch more. Loosen up a little bit. Once
1: I put these uh, Zoom classes up, I'm going to be doing them for free from now on for the indefinite period of time. Um, once I get going back up, it'll be after the Clovernook Open. i um, will love to have you be a part of it, man. Like I said, it's going to be free ninety nine. So It's the way for me to kind of give back and help some people out, too.
0: I love free stuff. So I'm done. yes, sir. What what time do you usually do it at? Do you usually do it like morning, afternoon?
1: Well, when I first started doing these back in January, before I got hurt, I was doing them at like nine o'clock Eastern time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm more than I'm more than happy to kind of like get a survey going, either here or and or like other platforms like Dreamcatcher and mine, seeing what time people want to do something. So. I want to get back into it and like it's something that it's a good like distraction from golf for a couple hours a week just to either teach and then like put together a sequence for everybody. So, like I said, I want to do one start out doing one a week and see if my partner and Jess can do one as well too and I mean we'll accept donations, but it's not going to be like you have to pay to to take the class, you know. Yeah,
0: I feel that. I like that. That's cool. I can uh I'm sure I know a bunch of people who'd join you from out here. yeah! Okay.
1: Well I'll see if I can make it a little bit later. Maybe it can be on like a Monday and uh I'll do it at like ten A. M. or eleven AM Eastern here. So kinda like yeah. seven, eight o'clock.
0: That'd be perfect.
1: In the morning. I'm more of a morning guy but like I think I might start transferring over to nighttime as well too. I'll keep – it like, I'm going to get on Instagram like you are and keep on um, updating people with nice. it once it gets
0: going, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway, let's go back to uh... team golf. <laughs> team golf, yeah.
1: 20 minutes in, <laughs> team golf.
0: <laughs> We've got touched on it. To it. Um, do you think they're – you... you go first.
1: Do you like it? Like, do you like seeing, like, would you like to see more events like this on the PC? I was actually
0: thinking about this, and I actually have a really cool and different idea. So I think there should be a whole separate tour of of a full schedule of team tournaments. So you basically just play best ball, like all four rounds, and the top, We'll say the top five teams get PJ Tour status or get Corn Fairy status. And then they, you know, obviously play alone. And I mean, that's only 10 guys, right? And uh, I just think it'd be another cool, like, thing that you could do. You know, it's like another way that you can grow the PJ, BJ Tour, put more spots out there. And um, I just had this idea while I was practicing. I was like, oh, that'd be pretty sick because. Is that people would be like, oh, you just carry someone to, like, to the corn fairy tour, and then, then they wouldn't deserve to be there, but you wouldn't be able to beat the guys if you had to carry somebody. Like, you'd have to shoot sixty one every day, if you if you were to quote unquote carry somebody. You know, yeah.
1: Like, so I think
0: definite- both guys have to be have to be solid, and both guys have to be you know like really good players to actually compete. I think if there's so, enough uh,
1: people. Like
0: competing on that
1: said, those set events that you're talking about, like I don't think you're gonna get get some frills in there anyways. Like they're, they're, you're not gonna get that. No, you don't. have Q
0: school. You always have a Q school for it, and then you just have your teams and and like if it's a PGA Tour sanctioned thing, like it could be like the it could be called the PGA Tour duos, something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know. I think it'd be a cool. Maybe have like different. Maybe kind they come of in on Monday
1: and Tuesday and like they do like a 54 hole team game thing or team event, you know?
0: Like yeah, NASCAR does, ma- ma- you know? Like make, how they yeah, have like the race truck series. Yeah, make, make the tournaments different days than the PGA Tour so people would watch. But I mean, obviously it'd be a third level. It'd go PGA Tour, Corn Ferry. And whatever this I'm what talking about, but I think I think the team stuff is like really cool. And I, you can definitely make golf a team sport, especially with how you play. I remember, remember in college, there's a few events that we'd play as a five something with just our guys, and then we'd have like a score walker with us, and our coaches would obviously be there. And there was times where you had to play for the team, like if everyone like went for the went for some par five and two. And three of them went O B, the other two guys are like, Oh shit, like I might need to lay up because I can't afford to make a big number on this hole either. You know? And it's in in this event, if you the first guy goes up and pumps on out of bounds, you might have to grab a two iron and hit a two iron on the fairway. I don't know, there's there's just a team aspect and like a strategy that you'd have to follow. So yeah, I think it, it would it'd bring out a new wrinkle.
1: A little bit. I know what you're talking about, too, because we we both played in best ball and alternate shot pro tournaments with a team member. And I'm sure you've had a, a hole where your partner either teed up and was out of play or somehow was just, like, making a mess of the hole. And now all of a sudden, like, you're on this par five and, like, you're not thinking about – Make an eagle. You're thinking about protecting your golf ball so you don't, or being more conservative in protecting your golf ball so you don't like make a big number, because your partner's in his pocket already, or he's making a, a six or a seven, you know. And so it's like, all right, well, I gotta at least like secure par, and then like yeah. play for birdie instead of like, going for broke. Like, all right, I got this. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this on the green to the middle of the green, and we're gonna have an eagle putt you know coming from the fairway you know um but yeah i know what you mean because i mean example for me is daniel and i played in the team masters last year shout out to the pfp tour and <laughs> uh, number eight at lpga the hills course par five daniel went in the water uh, like going forward in two and then I went for it as well too, but I like stayed up. But I didn't hit a very good chip, and then I hit my putt past. And like I ended up like hitting like this tentative par putt, and it was downhill, and I I missed it. Like, I fucked up. Like I made a six from around the green, and um, like he was he had already picked up, so there was really nothing he could do. I think he yeah. like maybe made a six as well too, or like once he had his six. He was right next to the hole, he just kinda like scooped it because that wasn't gonna make anything worse than that. But yeah, there's definitely a little bit more of like a like you're thinking about both balls instead of one.
0: Yeah, there's like that extra
1: thing or bad thing sometimes. Like it could be good, it could be bad, but
0: you have the extra pressure of like you're playing with a teammate and you don't want to let them down, but also you have that comfort like oh my teammates got me when like they're in the fairway. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit of both, but I think it'd be like if we're talking about growing the game of golf, and I think it would be kind of cool to root for team whoever, you know, it just bring out a different different side, maybe some different fans. Um, yeah.
1: Because it can be tough to kind of get latched on to just one person.
0: Yeah, and everyone likes rooting for a team, but I don't know, it'd just, it'd just be... I mean, we could go, like, even further and have... I know we've kind of talked about this before, but have, like, Team titles, Team Tailor-Made, Team Ping. you know? And have, like, basically a college golf tournament between five or six companies that can afford five guys in their team. You know, they can get paid by... Are you proposing that the golf
1: club companies break off into the Saudi League? I don't even know what the Saudi League is, man. I've been been so over
0: here. I get what you mean,
1: though. It's like a NASCAR kind of like setup where like not quite maybe like the equipment companies have like the ownership of the players or the team, but maybe like maybe there is like a, I think it's Dan Snyder, the well, I was about to say Redskins,
0: <laughs>
1: the Washington, um communists. Com- the
0: Washington Communists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, Dan yeah. Snyder's the worst owner in sports.
1: Well, didn't he own? Um, no, it was the it was the coach Joe Gibbs. He owned a, a racing team. Joe Gibbs Racing. I'm pretty sure. He might. It may still be around, but like. Anyways, you have that umbrella of players that the two, three players on your team—and then that's how they go. That's how they go about. Like they still play the events. Like think like um Talladega no, Nights. Like like, no, like I, Ricky I, Bobby I, and Norton Jr.
0: No, I get that. I'm saying you there's a you could, you could have an individual prize and you can have a team prize. So obviously, like I'm just saying, you basically play college golf. Yeah,
1: I like that. There would be more like of a reason for players to finish a hole, too, instead of being in their pockets. Because, like, if you do, like, pick up, like, you have no chance of making money for the rest of the week, you know? Individually, at least.
0: Yeah, but I still think the duo thing would be fun just to... I mean, that'd have to be, like, the start of it, you know? It's not just going to happen overnight. But I'm saying I like the team aspect of golf. Like, I, I think that should be more incorporated in the PGA Tour schedule just because it's a different... It's just a different wrinkle, you know, or another wrinkle in the game.
1: Yeah, it would it would definitely like add a little bit of character to it for sure. I mean I'm just I'd like to see something like that.
0: Definitely. I'm just saying there's different ways you because can play like, I'd
1: like I'd at least like to see it see it beyond the college level too. I think that'd be kinda cool.
0: Yeah, I've I've thought about this for a long time, like why golf doesn't do this, but they just stuck to the same model they've had. A
1: moneymaker for them. <laughs> like, let's let's call the spade a spade. That's why they're doing it. That's why they've kept the model. It's it's a successful, consistent model, and they're able to quote unquote grow from it.
0: Yeah, no, I so get it. it. Yeah, but do you
1: um? What's your favorite team event? Whether it's like in college, personally, or The Ryder Cup, Presidents Cup, like clearly for me, like I would say it's got to be, like I get up for the Ryder Cup more than anything. But I do watch watch, playing in in team events myself.
0: I watch Ryder Cup. Um, That's probably my favorite one to watch. But I would say high school was was the most fun I've had on a team because no one's really like. I feel like in high school you're more competing for each other than. Than just yourself, you know. Depending on what team you have, but college, you definitely have that like extra. You know, I'd rather do well than my teammates do well. You know, I got I got that vibe in college.
1: I I, I can understand that. We didn't really have that at Wittenberg, though, because I mean we we did like win a lot being like a really good D three school. So like when the team won, like it was pretty celebratory and like, we all usually played halfway decent and I would say we probably had five or six guys win a tournament each year, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. Um, So that was more – I think that's why we did – we're so successful as well too and why we like made it to four national championships while I was there and they ended up winning in 2017 the national championship. So, I mean, we have a good like cohesive program that – I don't know. We just had like a good growth-based mindset that our coaches, like most of the coaches in in the past years have kind of – Kept as pillars in the program, so um, can't really doesn't really resonate with me too much. But like I can see it, I've seen it before. Like I saw it at a couple schools that I'm, I can I can,
0: that I have seen it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean golf. The end of the day, golf is individual sport, but. I'm just saying the most team, the most team feeling I've had was definitely in high school. Oh, uh, yeah, we I Muller mean,
1: like, was sick. You guys were so good.
0: Yeah, we had a you had such a, had a good team. team and, and, that. Yeah, and like we had seven se- seven or eight seniors on varsity in my senior year, and everyone was just like, we could have started like, from top to bottom. We could have started anyone, and we were just like good. And after school every day, we'd go play and. We'd, like, compete, like, friendly, but also try to make everyone better. I mean, if it wasn't for – I'll tell you this. If it wasn't for Dorn, I wouldn't be playing golf still just because I just would try to beat him every day. And I had that, like, you know, he was on the top of the – he's our number one guy, best player, probably best player in the GCO. Actually, was by far, but, <laughs> Um, you know, I just had someone to – to measure up against and that stuff kind of makes you better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It most he, definitely does.
0: And he's like the least selfish person ever. So
1: I feel like that kind of helps you guys tremendously as well too. And like anyone around him can see it. Like if he, if he, Andrew, don't get on your high horse when you hear this, but, like, (laughs) just, like, being around him just is good energy, and it makes you kind of, like, do the best you can as with him. Like, he he makes you push – he makes you push yourself because he's doing so well. But at the same time, like, you can tell, like, he wants you to do your best too as with himself as well. Like, there's nothing I've heard – I I love it. He came and visited in Pinehurst and we had a weekend um, back when we first got out of college and he was living in Myrtle and I remember this. Like, we were playing this fun little match on Pinehurst number five and this is before they redid it too. So, 18 was like the new number 17. So, he, he hits this like three iron just to get it in play. I'm like, you fucking bitch. And like, I hit Driver like, a little bit down the middle or like down the right side i think i crept into the rough and then um he hits this like 9 iron or pitching wedge from like 145 150 to like 1 foot and like in the air like when the ball's at its apex he just goes thanks for playing <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah we were playing like 5 dollar chip 5 dollar birdies and five dollar three putts or something like that (laughs) Then I ended up like missing the green chunking my chip but then I chipped that one in to like get a little bit of money back which was funny (laughs) but yeah so just like a story like that um, it's just an example of like how like how friendly and like how friendly he can be but also just competitive and like just good energy to make you want to push yourself and do better both people him and whoever he's around included.
0: Yeah, we can stop talking about him now, but that's funny. He does that shit a lot. It's so funny, dude.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But then he'll call me and tell me that he's only hitting the ball 250 yards, and (laughs) (laughs) And that pisses me off. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because he's definitely like, 350. Dude,
1: I cannot make any putts, man. I'm telling you. And then we go play a practice round. He's just draining thirty footer after thirty footer.
0: I tell you what, there's one time to bring Dorn back down to life. We were playing; the was kind of open. This is when we were all there, but Dorn Dorn comes in. And he he looks so pissed, and I'm like, "Dude, what's wrong?" And he's like, "I just hit 17 greens and shot 75."
1: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I was like, that's not even possible, man. He's like, my punning is so bad. I four put it twice. Just, oh, dude, it's so funny. Like, the facial expression he has is incredible.
1: That's
0: great.
1: Yeah, he's definitely got a little bit of a dark side to him that he can let out, like, dark humor and whatnot.
0: We all know. It's just funny. But anyway, yeah, I would say I had the best team experience in high school.
1: I think just being in that GCL was a cool, cool little, like, experience you could have. I mean, whether you went to Elder, Moeller, LaSalle, X, they were all good schools when when you look back at it. And, like, they all had their own unique little niches to them.
0: Yeah, I would say the one similarity between Elder – the Mullers, that we just all hated Saint X, not because yeah. they were good, just because they're all little frat douchebags.
1: Yeah, I think it was just <laughs> well, they had an entrance exam back yeah. in the day, and no, none other of the GCL schools did. I uh, besides that, like they had like placement tests, but like you had to like pass the test to get into Saint X, and I feel like well, you had to of, you like, had
0: to like ace it and then also have, like, legacy there. Yeah. Like, if, like, your dad went there, or if your older brother went there, they'd probably let you in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Cynic sucks. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about high school right now, but...
1: I got I got respect for all GCO schools now, but, yeah, back in the day, I'll, I'll agree yeah, with
0: you. Everyone besides Cynic.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, what do we got this year? Presidents Cup, and that's away. I have no idea. I think it's in South Africa this year. It's
0: pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a big Presidents Cup guy.
1: Honestly, I just want to see it be close because I feel like the Americans all is just like destroy I'm, I mean now like there's an international presence being built especially the last ten years
0: and it's it's just that the camaraderie is not the same as the Ryder Cup. It's right. You know you have like the Europeans who are like so about it. and obviously the I Americans... take that back
1: I I think it's in then... you know, in America this year too by the way. I bet you liked it though because Tiger was captain last year, right? Three years ago for it.
0: Um, I have no idea. <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy.
1: You didn't watch it? Nope. Not even when he was captain?
0: Nope, he wasn't playing.
1: Yeah, he was. He was like, oh, the that was first like three week. years ago. He was like, yeah, that's exactly when it was. He was oh, the first then, yeah. captain in like forever.
0: Okay then, yeah, I watched it. Oh, dude, it's in it's at Quail Hollow.
1: Oh, that's right. It is at Quail Hollow this year, it's September nineteenth. Wow, may want to get get on over there. We'll see.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: They have. Um, I'm looking at it online right now. I googled President's Cup 2022, and they have mm-hmm. 2022 President's Cup tournament, but they have like a soccer logo next to it. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else is like in detail so Google get on your shit man Quail Hollow Club Charlotte North Carolina September 19th through 25th if one of us Mondays into a PGA Tour event and then we win and then win again
0: <laughs> yeah man that's we a can, goal
1: we can play I'll probably do one or two mon- Monday qualifiers before the year's over we'll see so going out, I've,
0: I just I'm going my, out in
1: Colorado, so.
0: Oh, which which day are you doing that?
1: July twelfth, and then I'm doing Wyoming before.
0: Oh well, I can't do it July. So I'm doing the Colorado qualifier on uh, the twenty eighth of June. Ah, uh, you're doing it early, yeah. Well, I'm doing so. I'm doing the Monday qualifier for the TPC Colorado Open, the Corn Ferry event it's the day before and I was like oh I'll just go out there for both kill two birds of one stone
1: yeah why not right
0: yeah I'm playing my uh my first tournament like two months next week
1: welcome back man
0: yeah just play 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 play
1: that's my uh that's my piece of advice for you and that's what I'm gonna keep doing best I can play pipe, play,
0: play yeah that's She's i can't play, wait play. can't wait starting to hit it better it's, it's all coming around nice
1: good well um you got any would you rather for today i think we're
0: kind of done with the team talk from the sounds of it <laughs> yeah um Oh, I heard this whole other day on a podcast, and it was like, "Would you rather not be able to fly anymore, or not be able to drive anymore?" One hundred
1: percent, not be able to fly. Really? I'm a road. I'm a road warrior, man. I'll figure out a way to get to Europe. I'll take a boat.
0: <laughs> yeah, i I think I would, I think I'd rather drive.
1: I love, like, road trips, man. Especially, like, doing that whole Canadian tour in 2016 out of a camper.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't have a car right now. And I'm just, instead of driving to Phoenix, I'm flying. And I'd rather drive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why.
1: But like said, I understand my mate.
0: Yeah. All right. What about you? you have any?
1: I got none today.
0: <laughs> none? All right. We'll just end it. Yeah.
1: Sick, man. Do we want to talk about this giveaway right now?
0: No, I didn't set anything up. Okay. Sorry.
1: It's all good. I'm just slacking. Um, we'll just do it in a separate one. I've just been busy to kind of, too busy to kind of get stuff. To yeah. Do. Let's, let's, let's do, do it after,
0: it. Uh, let's do it after the Clover up open.
1: Okay. Sounds good. And then, um, We'll kind of resume back in right now, I guess. But, uh, sweet. Well, this was fun. Another good talk, I'd say.
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: Thanks for uh, everyone tuning in, listening. You know the platforms and the plugs now, but just a reminder like, share, follow David Wetter at Dreamcatcher Golf on Instagram. And then I got YouTube, Dreamcatcher Golf. So, check us out. And like I said, be on the lookout for stuff after the Clovernook Open. But right now, Davy Boy is just busting his ass with the, his own golf and his own golf tournament. So, check it out. Um, we'll have updates on the Instagram for Clovernook Open as well, too, and the website. We'll put the leaderboard up there once it's tournament week. But yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's just growing. So, we'd love to have people. uh, from the outside, seeing what we're offering, it's we'll put together a highlight reel and it won't be out till probably the end of June. But we're gonna put up something special, so That's it's, gonna awesome. be, it's, it's gonna be a great event and can't wait to show the world,
0: yeah, man. Well, yeah, it's been fun. Um, follow me at Mike Wolf Golf on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, Fall at Traveling Athlete Pod. Starting to post regularly, early, so look out for those. And yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be talking again next week. Yes, sir. All right, Dave. I'll talk to you later,
1: Mike. You have a safe travel to the airport and a great day. And everyone else have a great day, a great night. Whenever you're listening. Appreciate oh, it. All right. We gotta do Peace. it again, dude.
0: Yeah. Look the lens cap out.